Live, Painkiller already, episode 119. My beard is coming in magnificently. Uh, if you guys are not it looks Patreons, really good. it's not going to last much longer. I told my wife I'd get rid of it for um, Thanksgiving. So, I almost made no, it No, that's through. not fair. That's, that's, <laughs> you've, you've already come this far. I think that, that sort of totalitarianism in the home shouldn't be allowed. You it, should finish your No Shave November and tell Jackie to deal with it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> one... She really doesn't like it. She doesn't like it. Like, she just... And I noticed she's not as nice to me. Like, like it, it, it legit has an impact. Like, she's like, normally you get away with things because you're cute, but not anymore. And it's just like... Like, it, it's a thing. She doesn't like it at all. And, and it, it circled back in my head. Remember when Harley shaved his beard? He's like, this thing is pussy repellent. That's what he told us. Um... It, some women don't like beards, and I'm married to one. And uh, um, I don't know. That, that's what it is. I, I, so I don't know. I've had a couple of near beards. You know, like since you guys have known me, I've had a couple near beards. And uh, I don't know that I've ever gotten like th- what is it? The twenty second. Yeah, this is like three weeks in, right? Yeah, yeah three <laughs> weeks. This is a beard beard. Like I don't think anyone would look at me and say, "Oh, he's trying to grow a beard." That that's that stage has come and gone. Yeah, you don't look like you're down on your luck. You're clearly doing this on purpose. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I I even think I wonder if it looked better if it was trimmed a little bit here and there. But it, uh, I've 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 got a genuine beard going. I um, it's a little. Are you warmer. doing any trimming? Any trimming I, I so did far? The neck I I trimmed and uh, it was growing over my lips, so I had to trim that. And then I, I trimmed the top just a tiny, like it's hardly noticeable, but I. I felt like there were a couple of stragglers on the cheeks that needed to be trimmed in. I do that too because it, it like comes up real high otherwise, and it just looks <laughs> odd. Start looking, looking like those Mexican wolf boys. Yes, those <laughs> Mexican wolf look. boys. Yeah. As a little kid, I thought that was neat when I saw those pictures. Like, really? man, they must have a little bit like like have some fun pretending you to didn't be like wolves. Pick up a monkey's paw and say, "Wish I was that kid." <laughs> and now we're just slowly progressing to that, like a Stephen King novel. <laughs> maybe maybe i still have years to go but yeah that oh i felt bad for them later in life you couldn't even see their noses they were so no. hairy you remember no, that they were all... hair was so curly and fine yeah that's i didn't know they were from fair. mexico not fine the you course. know back in the old days when people would burn witches and stuff you saw a wolf boy you got rid of him right away like he didn't stand a chance and, and there wasn't anybody to stand up for the wolf boys either maybe their immediate relatives like no no you don't understand he's just hairy oh, all right burn him Dude, bef- the fact that the Wolf Boys survived for long enough to for fucking National Geographic to do a special on them is a testament to the modern age. I you know, they, know even even like 60, 60, 70 years ago, they would have been dashed on the rocks without even thinking about it. I you know? think you're underestimating uh, how many jobs the circus would provide. You see, they're shutting the circus down because of, because of uh, you know, the, all the elephant torture. There's not really a big draw anymore. Barnum and Bailey's, is that the big one? Like, they're shutting down their elephant thing next year. What what are they doing with elephants that people didn't like? Just All right, so the way they train the elephants is they've got this long s- staff, let's call it, and on the end it's it's got a poking, it's like a fire poker, and it's got a poking thing and a hook, and they'll like use that hook to like hook their le- the backs of their legs and stuff, and it hurts them, but it doesn't draw blood because it's an elephant, and they sort of like torture it into like learning the routine and when to lift a leg and when to lift two and when to put it up on the thing and... It's a it's kind of a mean process the way you train an elephant and then they keep them in those small spaces in the you know when they're not doing shows and stuff too. 
I wonder if they consider everything they do mean. Like, like they um, don't they erect the tent, right? Isn't that like part of the, the elephant's job? I think that might have been a thing back in the day. Like, but but I gotta imagine now with OSHA on the scene, you know, they they really gotta mind their p's and q's. Can't have the elephants out there like erecting any buildings. No, that, I don't. Right. I don't think. I think that's ridiculous. If there's one thing that you shouldn't be frustrated about people using the elephants for, it's helping with construction. We've been doing that for thousands of yeah, years. Yeah, they don't mind that. Parts of the world, like it's like saying like like if I was, you know the property of some yeah that's a weird way to say it if i was helping a kid move his like little plastic car those things that you ride in and you push with your feet like the flintstones if Most he was like you know help me history. help me pick this up and carry it up the stairs for me that's no problem at all that's not like him sub subjugating me like i just picked but what it up if there was he no took issue you from your homeland elephant, no i that's that's a big key difference to, to the the elephant, all the time for the delight of his children but the elephant's not doing it alone he's looking over hey there's elephant tom there's elephant jerry we're all grabbing our ropes and we're pulling we're getting our tent the up elephants our are home. Named tom and jerry in your world tom and jerry and richard yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i uh I, I think that that's the future like like everyone's always talking about you know uh, the the LBGT, LBGTQ community keeps getting more and more letters onto that acronym, mm -hmm. but I think we should start talking about giving some personhood to some critters. I think that the dolphins and maybe the killer what like orcas and uh, stuff like that, maybe we need to start giving them some protection. Uh, I, I would be up for that. I think the elephants and the uh, and the orcas and like the bottlenose dolphins are just so goddamn intelligent. Porpoise. It, it seems. It seems like a crime to 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 hurt them, to kill them. I especially. think we need to give them more. See, you hear all this stuff about how smart these animals are, and like chimps, like these things are brilliant. How do you know? Oh, we gave it this this rock, and it figured out that it could bang the rock <laughs> against the thing keeping it away from the banana, and it only took it sixty tries. And guess what? Thirty percent of the monkeys who watched it bang fruitlessly with its fist against the barrier Literally. emulated that and didn't figure out the rock thing. But you know, they're so bright. Like I want to see real studies. Real studies of how smart these animals are. By my standard. So like Lord of the Rings trivia. Um, um those I've seen one. ravens. So ravens are really intelligent too. You know, you would it, it, I used to think as a kid that it was like maybe it was a certain kind of brain or a certain kind of brain evolution that brought you to be to having this almost personhood, this self-awareness that you that you see in some animals almost. But it seems like the orcas have their own big brains and then the uh, the, the chimpanzees have their brains that are kind of like ours. But then like crows and ravens are like three year old children in intelligence I, sometimes. It, I've seen the ravens do amazing things that I wouldn't have figured out. Like first they're like, hey, look, you know, they needed to get this thing. So it stuck its beak in the bottle. And then it was like, aha, the bottle had a fluid in it, and the food was on top of the fluid. So then it just put things in there and displaced the water until the, the food rose to the top, and then it could reach it. Okay, aha, well, here's a series of connected bottles. And this one had a lid, and so it went to put it in the other one, and it raised the fluid throughout the interconnected system of bottles and did it. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't even believe in this anymore. Now I know it's on video, but I can edit a video that can make a fucking dog yeah. look smart. Like, like Most of it is like, I think you're right, most of it's like mimicry. So they had they set the raven there, and then they had you know the lab guy go over and pick up the pellets, drop it in there, mm -hmm. drop it in there, drop it in, making sure the bird was watching the whole time, and then they let the bird come out and do it. Like if but if I just put a, a silver dollar on the table, and there's a vending machine with a bunch of bird snacks <laughs> in it, and I just release the mm -hmm. it could even say on the coin for 
insert into that machine. <laughs> yeah, picture the machine with an arrow. For a free bird snack. Still won't get it with an arrow. It'll it look it, and in no reality, it'll it'll pick up that coin and lose it in the corner and its shitty little it'll nest. Make a nest. It's never <laughs> going to figure it out. Like it's not actually like discovering things. I think that birds, for the most part, just are very keen on, on the mimickers. Other hand, didn't Maybe. you learn? Then again, wild birds. Didn't you learn to use vending machines through mimicry, Taylor? Kyle? I feel like we all learned to use vending machines through mimicry. Yeah, no, yeah, I, no, I, I didn't read the instructions. I just did what the other people, like, clunk, clunk, clunk. <laughs> I never thought about the inner workings and the mechanics involved. Mm. No, but well, you didn't have to, like, if someone gave you a dollar as a child, and you wouldn't be totally befuddled in the same currency room, markets never. Yeah, you, you would know exactly what to do, like, because you can read. Yeah, that's, that's true, too. They can't read. <laughs> Because they're they stupid. Well, because they are. You know, they're, and, and they're animals. Birds. Maybe we just don't speak their language. I saw that. Um, I saw that uh, orca the other day that, that that was learning to like make the same noises as the dolphins made next door, so he could talk to them. So instead of, he was going click 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 like clicking to them. Really? That's fascinating to me. Yeah. Now, I yeah, wonder I, if they're talking to each really, other or if it's just like when we bark at our dogs. <laughs> right? I, I wonder that too. Yeah. I don't fucking know. You know, like, like, like I bark at my dog all the time. Sometimes he looks at me like, really? And I'm like, shit, did I just say something? Did, did he just make that out? You know, I can't tell. I don't know. Either. How much smarter is an orca than a dolphin? Or is it? much smarter i, I don't, don't know. know but but you know i've seen uh i've seen them do that thing where in they they, they swim in a formation and they all they swim in a way to make the waves rise up over a little chunk of ice and wash a porpoise or whatever off of it seal. and that then seal they, off. they get up yeah. under and, the, and then the other ones in like like some of them have have the job of like snorting or like blowing air through their air hole to like make the water all foamy so the thing can't see and he can't swim well uh, so they've got like a whole team thing going on. Uh, something I've seen a lot with my own eyes, like when I was a lifeguard, is um, like a whole pod of like either porpoises or dolphins, I don't really know the difference, uh, would like uh, herd the fish against the beach or against like the beach and the jetty. And then they would just go to town in a target rich environment that they created yeah. on their own. That was pretty neat. Yeah, animals are like smart. I, I feel did, so right? bad for the ones that I consider smart, like like the turkey, for example. I don't give a fuck about the turkey, and, and it really does have a lot to do with intelligence. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this. I bet a Google search would 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 prove me right. But say I've always heard that they'll like get confused and look up in the air when it rains on them, and then drown in the rain. Like like they're just like looking up into raindrops that 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 eventually drown them. Maybe that's a wives' tale. But uh, I just think turkeys are stupid. Uh, that's not true. I don't no. believe that is true. Did you find it already? No, no, I just remember. All right, maybe I'm just implanting this memory, true. but I feel like I asked my grandpa okay. about it when I was little, and he said that's a, like a he said that a was like a city tale. wives' tale, the same it's, way people think you can actually tip cows. It's um, no, you like, can't tip It's cows. well known enough that it's on Snopes, and uh, the the example is my grandfather told me domesticated turkeys are so stupid that upon feeling the first drop of rain, the look up in the sky fascinated. They'll continue looking up in the air with their mouths open until they drown. But um, that's not true, according to Snopes. Okay. Well, they're certainly not, they, they don't have any reading and writing going on. That's they're true. not working in teams. I'll so Google they're getting that. fried up. Yeah. They're not working. Well, like, how much, like, I don't know. Maybe the orca has a really advanced, like, tactic where it uses in, like, a lot of different situations. Wolves do something really similar to that. And I know they're smart, but we don't ever classify them as like in the same echelon of intelligence as orcas you know like we don't are, is that less I, impressive like are they not as bright you know what i feel happy for i just don't know how you measure animal intelligence 
dogs. Dogs, like their partnership with humans has really worked out for them. Like they, they yeah. are benefiting from this in a huge way. My dogs are yeah, happy. There's nothing as else fuck. like it. They, we they, did too. I, I'm told that you know. What did dogs do? Was it security? What did we get? It was from lots dogs? of stuff. So, so they were. Uh, so when the when the when the wolves became dogs or whatever, mm-hmm. not, not only are they protecting us from whatever's out there at, at night, they're protecting us from other people. Uh, they're protecting us from uh, you know the other wolves, the actual critters. But they're, they're protecting also protecting livestock. But also early on, we didn't have uh, horses and and things like that to carry our shit. So like the Native Americans, they didn't have horses before the white people got here. They had dogs pulling these little sleds across the prairie. Hmm. Um, they used them as pack animals. Like like they each dog would have a little sled it's pulling and you know with a bunch of junk on it. Um, huh. And then uh, I didn't know that. Then hunting, of course. I've too. heard you know, they cats. Can... Like this is way back in like Egyptian Greek days and stuff. But they would have grain in silos, and the mice would cause big problems. So they befriended cats, who are no friend of the mouse. And, and that yeah. was like part of how that relationship yeah. uh, got together. But currently, Do dogs my dogs live in Egypt. Uh, I don't know if dogs live. In yes, they have to. Anubis is a dog. That's a that's an Egyptian god. Yeah. Right. So they they at least there's at least one dog in Egypt. You know, I was going to say was very well Why didn't you think of Anubis? And it's it's Africa. They got this wild dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a jackal actually. So there are jackals, but I guess mm. jackals are probably very like very unpleasant dogs. I bet there's dogs there now. I bet they're all over the streets and they don't get well cared for. But yeah. my dogs are incredibly well cared for. They spend all their time sleeping on like couches or running around in the yard or eating their favorite foods. And... They put the hard work in back, you know, ten thousand mm-hmm. years ago. Now they're reaping the benefits. That's what's happened. They picked a winner. I... They paid dividends. All the dogs on some that, alternate that, reality that they like up befriended to the, the dolphin people. And they just drowned. Every dog drowned. <laughs> like, like, like just this didn't was work a terrible decision. <laughs> you think there was like a Kyle, like a discussion between the dogs, like when it was humans and Neanderthals, and they're like, "Man, which horse are you gonna back here?" Like we don't want to pick a loser. And then a bunch of dogs probably went with the Neanderthals. And those dogs, maybe they were great. We don't know though, because they died out. Because mm. I assume uh, we I probably took them when we took the Neanderthal women. Do you think we? Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, good point. Yeah. We took the Neanderthal. We took the Neanderthal women. I didn't know that. Yeah, we're. I yeah. think we're all like three percent Neanderthal. Mm. Apparently, when not only did we like kill them and murder them and kill their their sources of food off, but we also just raped the shit out of them um, until there well, were no more. History is just they were a tapestry <laughs> of of mass rape at different times. They did have a low squat, wide stance, so perhaps so. You know, I guess about it. Yeah. Uh. Uh, oh, Taylor, Burns re-signed with the Sharks to a massive eight-year contract? I am looking at yes. this guy. Kyle, th- this guy looks so hot. We should give player. Kyle a link because I-, I know Kyle knows you know, most things about Brent Burns. Um, but not enough. Let me find oh, one. Oh, God. The fuck? Yeah. He, he looks homeless. <laughs> He, he looks, looks like a, an Iraq veteran who's ha- who's really fallen on hard times over the last six or eight years, and he's been surviving on the streets of Portland on a diet of pigeons and shame, and someone just put a hockey helmet on him to mock him. That's what it looks like. He actually makes $8 million a year. And Taylor, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. In hockey, you get that money, right? Like, it, like it's guaranteed, right? 
I bring uh, it up yeah. because in football, people don't know. In football, you, you often don't. Like, sometimes what happens in football is they'll be like, hey, you've got a five-year, $50 million contract. And the reality of it is they get, like, $3 million for the first three years. And then in the last two years, they'll get the remaining $35 million, And they always get cut before those last two years. So the contract there looks... May be that- there may be that stipulation like twelve million guaranteed, and that's what you're always listening for at the end. That's sort of the uh, the thing on the end that actually matters. Like, yeah, you got a yeah. three year, eighty five trillion dollar contract, two hundred thousand guaranteed. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, like, as far as I know with hockey, they I know they can do it. Like, if you like, I said, let's say if Brent Burns, they just signed him to the eight year, sixty four million dollar contract. If he gets career endingly injured next year, they have to like cut the salary in a third and pay over like twice as many years as the original contract, even though he's not in the league anymore. That's but he doesn't better. count against their that cap space. That sounds good too. It sounds like it yeah. eases them into retirement. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of like you make the, it, it's not, it doesn't hit their cap space basically. So it's not like, well, fuck, guess the sharks are going to be bad for the next decade. Like it's just <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like they, they have to do something. That It's still like the, but I, that's a that great money. deal for them. Yeah. Cause I, I'm, um, a lot of athletes go broke. We all know this, right? This isn't news. And so whenever I see these amazing contracts, I always look at them and say, but really? Like, what's it really? And in hockey, oftentimes it's it's that. In football, a lot of times they mix in um, uh, the bonuses with it, right? So they're like, yeah, yeah, this guy's got a $12 billion contract. All he needs to do is break the rushing record this year. You know, that doesn't happen all that much. You know, so, yeah. so yeah. Ricky Williams' contract was like, except, do, do you guys know this thing? Ricky Williams, the, mm-hmm. he was a running back. Um, Dolphins. Yeah, right? Dicka was working for the Dolphins and he got His contract was outrageous. It was all. He was outrageous. It, he was the man. It, it, his that, contract, like, he was a very good player, but his contract was full of this stuff like breaking league records and things. And yep. he, he did not get paid as well as the other people in his performance peer group. Because he couldn't stop smoking weed. He couldn't. He, that was his downfall. That was the man's downfall. Like, like for people who don't know, like, 2005 NFL history, mm-hmm. like, like, fucking Ricky Williams. Maybe it was 2004. It was both. Like, like, Something like that. My friend was a massive Dolphins fan. Like, his girlfriend got a dolphin as, as a tattoo. It was outrageous. But, but Ricky Williams <laughs> was this huge standout running back who, like, Everybody thought it, the, the the talk was next year he's going to break all the records. He's going to blow this away. He's going to blow that away. He might take him to the Super Bowl. It's going to be out. It's going to be crazy. And then he was just constantly getting caught with these like nitpicky marijuana things where he he was just testing positive for marijuana, and and, and they would kick him out for like three months or six months or whatever. He'd come back, test positive for marijuana again, and he'd be like, uh, I forgot that I couldn't smoke weed because <laughs> I was. Because I was high. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> you know that the NHL is the only of the four major American sports where if they catch you with weed in your system, there's no punishment. Ah. They basically are just like, hey, you know, we know you've been smoking, but for the most part, just stay off the hard stuff. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> uh. like, oh, do I have the munchies? We've got you some, got you some food here. <laughs> Frankly, it's a little better if the Russians smoke more. They're getting a little crazy out there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the Canadians need to chill. They're violent as fuck. <laughs> I am. Um, it's I'm really just... the opposite. The, the Russians are like never the big bruising right. guys. Like it was like even like the way they like they kind of portrayed it in Miracle 
like the 1980 like U.S. team of like, oh, we're all just a bunch of go lucky college guys. We could do it against Russia. Like huge reasons that Russia hated playing the U.S. and Canada is their guys would just get fucking smacked so hard because can Canadians and Americans played to hit way more and Russians had like a finesse kind of style of like of the rink more flowing. That's a part of the story. Yes, because yeah. of the rink size. If people don't know, the uh, international Russians... rink is much larger, so it's a little easier to like a speedy guy can avoid hits better than he can in the closed space. That was that's I, a whole that's a huge good thing to I didn't know point. that. Like yeah. like like so which is better? Like 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 which is more conducive for a, a, a fun to watch game? It's so an Olympic size ice rink, which is like what they play on in uh, in the Olympics, obviously the big oh. ice space, you're not gonna have as much hitting. You're gonna have a lot more long stretch passes, and you are gonna have more situations where a guy's open to get a good shot in the slot, which are those two or areas like kind of next to the goal like 45 those, those degrees out from the goal the, is kind of the slot yes in, it makes a v that's the slot i don't i don't like it as much as nhl sized ice because i played on nhl size ice and you get way more hitting it's faster and it, there's a lot more situations where you know you see a guy get the puck and he immediately within like a tenth of a second he has to make another pass he doesn't get that time to kind of recover and you know let everybody get back in position it becomes more frantic more quickly and that's fun to watch like people getting in those situations so i like the small ice so i i, I appreciate them both with small ice you get the hits and i really like watching the hits don't like being hit a ton but watching hits i like that a ton and yeah. um so, so that's really cool and they in American, I don't know if it's related to the ice size, but we fight in, in American hockey, or you know, NHL hockey, I should say. Whereas in international hockey, the rules against fighting are so severe, it pretty much doesn't happen. Um, but the upside of the big ice is people do this like dipsy doodle type stuff. You get more crazy deking. People who have like just mad speed have the open ice to take advantage of that. Whereas in the NHL, there's usually someone nearby enough that you. You know, your crazy speed doesn't work for you in the same way. So I feel like if everyone played on international ice, ice hockey would be more likely to evolve like basketball did. You know, now it's the same sport, but quicker and maybe harder hitting. Um, basketball's not, it's of course it's the same sport, but it's very different with all this behind the back, dunking, flying through the air. You know, a behind the back pass was a big deal in the 80s. Now it, it doesn't even open eyes. And uh, now people are doing all sorts of ridiculous stuff that I can hardly explain. But I feel like ice hockey, if it had space, might evolve into crazy things that we don't see today. It would start to move more like a soccer game in as far as how the puck is moving compared to how the ball is moving. Like, obviously still much, much smaller space, so it's much faster, and it's on ice with a smaller projectile. But... I mean, I like watching Olympic hockey every four years when it's on. But like I just the don't like moves that that you don't look, see in I hockey mean, I, very I like, much. I like that stuff, but also what you get when you take the best of the best. Because most players who play in Russia on those bigger rinks, they couldn't, they can't just step out of the KHL and come play in the NHL. Most, uh, it's right. we're, uh, NHL is a much better league. Only the really, really good guys like Tarasenko or Datsuk or fill in the blank can come over and still do those cool dipsy doodle deeks and on the small ice. Like, look up Pavel Datsuk, who played for the Red Wings up until he bitched out on them and went back to the KHL last year. But he was great at that. Like, it's almost like you get what you want, but less often, but from the best of the best people. If that makes a little bit of I sense. You. I don't know. I, I, I guess yeah. I just want to see hockey evolve. I feel like I look at it now 
And aside from the fact that they're skating faster, it looks like it did when Gretzky played, roughly. The shots are way, way harder <clears throat> because of the difference in the sticks. If I told you that, like, oh, the difference between basketball 30 years ago and basketball now is they pass it harder, you'd be like, eh, it's roughly the same, though, right? Now, what happens in between then and now is wildly different. Yeah, but you also have additions. I'd say it's more different in hockey 30 years ago than it was in basketball just because of the evolution of the goalie position, which is why hockey now is different even from hockey 15 years ago because goalie has changed so much as a position. Like 30 years ago, they didn't have that shit figured out at all. Like goalie coaches were just like, you know, just get out there and, you know, just throw your arms about, try and get in front of the puck. Like, you know, you don't have a mask on, but, you know, (laughs) funds are low. You know, (laughs) funds are low. Now it's like, it's like geometry. Like watch a professional goalie play, and it's just everything is about angles, cutting it down, doing like the best practices form of goaltending where you do the best kind of like. They're so much better. Someone scoring fifty goal, like Ovechkin scoring fifty goals a season, like he has, the last what almost every year in his career, like eight seasons, I believe. If he were playing in nineteen seventy, the same dude, he'd be putting up ninety goals a year, easy. Like it wouldn't even be a challenge. We like should it's... probably get off hockey talk. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're we're probably right. <laughs> on uh, on the Blues hockey talk, within nine minutes of the game starting, our old captain scored on us, so that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which is actually the person I would prefer to score of any of them because I want him to do well there. And that's, so that's his fourth it's, goal. It's He's been a fun today. week. Sorry. It's I love that we got politics. off hockey talk and onto Blues hockey. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you know, this is, we're not being... In, not, not nearly specific enough. We need to really <laughs> cut this down to people in the, we need in the, to in the Missouri down. area. Like, <laughs> this, this part of the show is only for Taylor's friends. <laughs> Steve, John, enjoy. There are dozens of people out there who care about this somewhat. I flew tonight. I know there's another thing people always is going to be the, the show of the, of the century. Uh, I'll keep it quick, but uh, two friends and I got together and I flew tonight and I was very excited. And, awesome. uh, nice. I, I really like Good my new you. paramotor. I, uh, Do you other... have the best paramotor? So are you the guy with the best equipment in the group now? Is everybody a little bit jelly? <sighs> oh, they're a little bit jelly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, oh. I just, like one of his friends is like, all right, fire me up. And somebody comes around. Making the sound of like, hey, I got my way. It's coming through with that old style jalopy horn <laughs> i, I want to say oh there is no best paramotor you know one like like one one guy might like one another guy might but like after i got mine my friend brad was like oh yeah how can i sell mine and get one like yours and then another guy who's actually just learning he was like you know if i knew now what i knew when i was first starting i don't i went straight i got out one like you have and um another guy i think he just likes his fine um it's the same it's the same as mine but the smaller motor so but yeah, I, I, I look around and there's no one I'd rather have. And um, my last paramotor, it was breaking every like 60 to 90 minutes. That was absurd. I didn't like that uh, for your safety. Like I was having private conversations with people and I was like, I don't think he's going to make it. He's going to get hurt. <laughs> I, I was like, Woody is going to break his leg. I, I really thought you were because that thing was breaking down every other trip. And it was, I, I, I saw you take at least one like hard landing where you're going to went to your butt. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, oh man, like, if it was, if his leg gets twisted or anything like that, he's coming down with so much force. So I'm glad yeah. you got one that. And they should be more reliable. Not only does it just like end my weekend and sort of cut the fun, it 
you know, like you said, there's a safety thing involved. And of course, you should be flying in such a way that it can break any time. But look, when it does break all the time, it, it, it adds to it. This thing, I'm six hours into it. The only thing I've ever caught on my post-flight inspection is dead bugs in the prop. And that's nice. That's a good, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. They, had it they, they did have it coming. So Did you see uh, hmm. uh, the Trump's YouTube video? I yes, did I did. I um, you know, I, I think I think that's a really cool. This isn't like a Trump specific thing. This could have been with any president, but I think that's neat now that it's like a president can just be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna throw this out on YouTube. People don't have to get up from dinner and watch my State of the Union or watch my address or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like, they, I'm just gonna put it on YouTube. I think that's neat. Like, it's a cool part of this digital age. I'll admit when I watched it, I didn't hang on every word. Like, I, I kind of zoned in a piece of it. But in general, I was like, oh, this is good. And like Taylor says, I really like that a president's communicating with the people this way. I um, I also like it when presidents subject themselves to press questions. You know, I'd love to see him get on O'Reilly and Megyn Kelly and Tucker Carlson or whoever he's going to talk to. You won't see him on Megyn Kelly. I, I think I should, you know. I, I don't uh, think... well, well, you know, with the controversy with her book and all the stuff she said. I think I might be out of date on that or out of touch. Yeah, yeah. She won't be going back on Megyn Kelly's show. Okay. I, I don't know anything about the book. It was it the death threat or, stuff? Yeah, that that was part of it. And you know, the 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 way he's talked to her, she's like she said I saw her interview and she was saying that he threatened her with his Twitter. He's like, Oh, I'll have to unleash my beautiful Twitter on you. Mm -hmm. Uh and um, you know, the thing where they Fox was contacting Trump's people and saying, you know, it's not gonna be good if she's killed, et cetera, et cetera. The thing. They were saying she was getting death threats and that they were worried about her safety. This Fox literally put a security um detail on Megan Kelly to keep her alive. And the Trump people were like almost happy-ish, and I'm, I don't want to characterize, but then they had to get like a Fox executive to talk to them and say, you know, it's bad for your campaign if she dies. And they're like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess. And that like changed their opinion. <laughs> Is it? Not the value of human <laughs> life, but like, oh, I guess that would hurt me. So uh, that's, that's how thing. she spun it anyway, Perfect. as she, as she yeah. promotes her book. That was time just to come out as the uh, as the election ended. And of course, do you really think that she would paint herself as a victim falsely to just sell some more to sell books. a book? She's a also, journalist. She's also Kyle, leaving it up in the air as to whether she'll come back to Fox. She, yeah. Also, it seemed really credible. Maybe I just viewed it through an evil lens, but I'm like, oh, do you think Trump would not threaten to use his Twitter against Megyn Kelly? That sounds oh, kind yeah, of Trumpish to me. Well, I, I believe that. I totally believe that part. Yeah, uh, I definitely believe that part. That seems like what he does, right? He, he <laughs> tweets about you if you fuck with him, you know. And, and and it's not a small thing. It's not a small thing to be tweeted about by him. I looked the other day. He's got more more followers than the POTUS Twitter. Yeah, know, is he gonna have Trump. to step down? He's gonna have to get into a smaller house and a shittier Twitter account. <laughs> it's worth yeah. noting he's got a lot of fake Twitter followers. I mean, he's got a lot of real ones, I imagine. But every presidential oh. campaign. Uh, pumped up their Twitter followers with fakes. Hmm. And, well, he's got 13 million or something like apparently, that. Apparently, he gets fake reply. I was just reading it. Like, I guess how reply, I mean, like, controls how they go or whether they trend. I don't know what the deal is. But he had a lot of robotic replies, and they all cut off after the election. So there was some hanky panky there. I might have misused that term. But uh, anyway, um, probably but, some of that too. But. I will say, you know, in terms of my Trump bashing, that is par for the course. Fake yeah. Twitter followers. That all I think it was uh, Jeb. Jeb's entire Twitter was fake. That was the thing, like, oh. like early in the campaign. I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think it. it was Jeb. It was like Jeb had like 
10,000 followers or something, but and everybody else had like 300,000. It was like, shit, Jeb ain't really cutting it on social media. And all of a sudden, Jeb's got 290 or something crazy like that, like pumped up out of nowhere. Um, I don't know. That's yeah, you have, to, you have to I, trickle in fake followers. You, I, there's <laughs> yeah. two ways will notice. Read, there's two ways to read the whole thing with him releasing his sort of you know message to the people through YouTube. He is uh, going around the mainstream media entirely, and mm-hmm. I, I read a very um, right-leaning article today about how like he had that meeting with all the network heads, and they called it a fucking firing squad, where he basically just kind of laid down the law and and and. Uh, and uh, was very rude to them mm-hmm. and let them know that he wasn't going to put up with their silliness. Uh, and then, of course, he just goes around them and releases that thing today on YouTube. Um, I watched it twice. Um, the one part about for every new regulation we have to remove two just seemed a bit arbitrary, didn't it? It was like, well, why not three or only that's one? Like, that's like, the, yeah, that's the kind of thing that sounds really good if you want to cut back on regulation, but... It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Where if it's just like we're like, all right, we need to make a new regulation about uh, stop signs are way too close to the corners in New York City. Uh, we got to get rid of protecting uh, cats in Utah and um, uh, the entire humane society of Maine. God, yeah, like, or whatever. Dude, like we used to have a, a regulation in my house, and then every Wrong. time you went to the attic, you had to take something with you that was junk, right? Yeah. So if if you went upstairs to the attic. You had to bring down something and put it in the trash because our attic was full of things that like we hadn't used in 10 years. Um, after about six months of that regulation, it's like, I don't really want to throw anything else away. <laughs> this is a yeah. horrible rule. Like You can't just throw things away every time you step in the attic or before I long. think he's saying we got an attic stuffed full of bullshit and this will work for the next eight years. <laughs> Maybe years later. You know later. what? I, don't know. I, bet, I bet we've got eight years worth of bullshit to clutter out of this attic. And Maybe so. And maybe at one point we go to get rid of a regulation and we or add one, and we realize, hey, you know what? It, this is this is pretty good. I, I feel like maybe CNN... maybe we don't we just get rid of one this time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I think they're giving him a, a a really hard time about this transition thing and him supposedly being behind when and then of course you hear the right come back and say, well, look look at like George W. back in the day. He had four weeks to get it all done. We're still sitting at week nine. He's got nine weeks to go here. It doesn't matter if he doesn't come up with a... It seems like the media is like, no, you should be telling us now. You should be telling us right now, and if you're not, you're a bad president. Tell us now! And he's just like, no, no, my, we're still looking at people. My little exposure playing the is apprentice. Like, they called the transition... They said it was going poorly at first, back when they like fired Christie and got other people going. Now, I don't see them saying the transition's behind schedule, although they might. I just haven't seen it. Um... What I see is they don't like particular guys. Like, oh, anything mm-hmm. but Giuliani for Secretary of State. Anything but Sessions for, I think, Attorney General. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, for Secretary of State, why not Newt Gingrich? Like, he's a I thought that's who was the favorite. I who? want, um, I thought I want Mitt Romney. Was. I think that's the best name, obviously, in the mix would be a Mitt Romney. He's more of a statesman. Newt Gingrich seems really polarizing and like right. He's so far to the right, you know. I know he's got that how that experience being the Speaker of the House and everything, uh-huh. but I, he's been a, he's been like a Trump surrogate since no one took him seriously at all. It seems so. He was the one on Hannity talking crazy, and I don't know about Newt. I I, I like him sometimes, but he's just so far to the right. See, I, I, I could see him like pissing off a Saudi or something. In my in my heart of hearts, getting a non crazy isn't an option. I have to choose amongst the crazies. <laughs> that, that that's the lens that I look at this through. So I'm like, all right, do you want Giuliani? No, 
his fucking like political experience doesn't extend beyond New York City. Like that's he's a mayor, right? Like, would you want the mayor of Raleigh to start working with the Czech Republic or something? Like, I, it, totally unqualified. So, um, so that's my issue with mayor. Also, he's you know he's crazy. Um, Mitt Romney is a similar thing, but what, what was he governor of Massachusetts? Like that's yeah, you know he ran for president. I, you know they they always speak of him as a statesman. He's the, he's that guy who's who's you know I'm sure he's talked to world leaders before. He's, he's got that vibe about him, I'll admit. But like like oh say Hillary was Secretary of State, right? When Hillary took that job, I'm sure she could name the leader of I Bajard. I, I thought I could pronounce this. Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. I don't know. I'm messing Close. up. The, Somalia. She could name the leader of Somalia. She knew where Senegal was. still leader in Somalia? (laughs) (laughs) She knew where Senegal is on the map. Um, Like, like Hillary was sort of ready for that job. Uh, Romney is a governor. I I think that he'll do a lot of on-the-job training if you go from governor to, like, you know, the the interface to all the countries around the world. I bet his geography is on par with Hillary's. (laughs) <laughs> he might be able to find Senegal, I guess. But uh, I like Nikki Haley. I, I saw him interview her. Mm. I, I hope he puts Nikki Haley somewhere. I, if if for no other reason, then it kind of shuts up a lot of liberals if he immediately appoints a female Indian governor who had spoken badly of him during the the, the campaign. Huh? Is she a Rep- she's a Republican? Did you just say? Yes. Yeah. She's the governor of South Carolina. Uh, she's very well spoken. She's in, she's intelligent. She's uh, of course uh, she's she attractive. Pretty? I think yeah. I saw her listed back before they, back when they thought Trump had no chance. I think I the saw them, they were calling her. Oh, was it? I think I saw him call her a candidate, like for for a different year. You know, like oh, she could be the 2020 person or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I know that you know her demographics alone really are, are nice, right? Yeah, as a conservative to be female and an an Indian. Um, I think there's a big Indian population. It's dots, not feathers, in South Carolina. I know that's where Aziz Ansari uh, grew up with South Carolina. Yeah, uh, mm. North Carolina the same way. Dots, not feathers. The uh, North Carolina politics. I, we could probably get off politics too, but um, so our governor's race is still undecided. Uh, they were supposed to have it all wrapped up on the 18th or 19th, one of those, but um, the Republican side of it keeps suing, installing, and pushing it on. The deal is, on election day, he was down by 5,500 votes, and there were 10,000 left to count. So they counted those 10,000, and now he's down by 6,800. Like, it got worse for him. Mm. So he's trying to disqualify 6,800 votes. And uh, they've literally found three, based on what I'm reading, bad votes. Uh, One guy was a felon. And he somehow voted anyway. And two people, they they mailed an early ballot, and they died before election day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's all we found thus far. No dead votes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. My wife is like, their vote should still count. And I'm like, honey, if the rule is you have to be alive on election day, that's the rule. Like, yeah, it, the rule yeah. is you can't you can't be. I think that requiring people to not be dead is so non-offensive. Well, I think like just saying, just saying, is hey, you have if to you, your, your voice, you know, we're not going to listen to you. 
if you are no longer of this world. I think that's fine. I hear I think your jokes. A fine I know. Thing but, to say. but think about yeah. it. They, it's not like someone voted on their behalf. They literally <laughs> voted and then died. Yes, but they're voting yeah. for things that will no longer affect them because they're dead. Well, you don't get to start uncounting votes. Like, like okay, it's still not decided. Do we do we uncount the next twenty days? Like everyone else who died, like since yes. no, only then and people now? on this day. If you die on November 9th, your vote counted because you know what? You were alive on that's the day the rule. When you needed to that's vote. That's the rule. That's a good rule. If you die that's on what they're November going with. 7th and you mailed it in, I'm sorry, you're dead person we're really only talking about two votes here <laughs> there were yeah, a lot no, of no, i'm talking about the principle of dead folks in mail you know <laughs> yeah. we, we just gotta get the mail speedier. what if uh what if there were what if there were a huge terror attack in an in a, in a heavily uh, uh democratic area and there were ten thousand people knocked out like that do you throw all ten thousand of those votes away that day because don't say that you give the republicans some ideas <laughs> yes yeah, so you would you would have to throw all of the dead people's votes away but the um, oh, and there's another thing that's interesting. I don't, <laughs> so the, the I guess our judges are elected, and um, probably because of HB two, like a couple Republicans got thrown out of office. One is it looks like it's going to happen to the governor, and the other is a judge got got tossed, and they hired they voted for a Democrat instead. So what the Republicans want to do before they leave office is get two more judges. So they continue to have the majority. Like right now, there's only seven. So they're like, ah, oh, well, instead of having four out of seven, the Democrats can have four out of nine, and we'll just bring it. Yeah, yeah. Like, We're just gonna just raise the quorum number. Like, let's yeah. get some more guys in here. Yeah, come on. Yeah. So that's <laughs> such bullshit. Locally, that's getting a lot of attention too. It's like, god damn it, you people with your fucking gerrymandering, your extra judges, you're recounting the votes. Like, just you're yeah. just gonna keep re every time you recount, more Democrat votes are like added to how far behind you are. But he's still suing and still like causing. Trouble. Maybe he's hoping that the Democratic challenger will die in the interim because then he mm, wins, right? He, you know, and you know, Republicans have the guns. Well, let's hope he doesn't have any connections with the Clintons because we know what'll happen. She'll the, the, that that person will be found in a burning building, gunned down. <laughs> uh, in a so burning anyway. building, gunned down. With acid poured on them, it was a very intense suicide. <laughs> <laughs> it was, was an, it was an actually suicide of an aerial suicide. Someone call it mass murder. You know? <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So, so North Carolina politics are kind of crazy right now. Well, we'll see where they go. But it looks yeah, like uh, HP two is the thing. They're they're now reaching out to PayPal. There are a bunch of companies who. Uh, we're on there. We're coming to North Carolina. I know like Swiss Bank, Credit Suisse, something like that uh, was going to put a, a company here and they didn't. PayPal was going to have hundreds of jobs. And now um, like the new what we think will be the new governor is like, hey, PayPal, hey, hey, hey don't forget we're, our door is still open. All those jobs that you didn't bring in, you know, I'm going to be the new governor. Uh, consider coming back. So that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully they do. That would be good. For it the all state. wraps up because this is far too long. If it takes this long, they should disqualify both of the top two people and just put the third person in charge. I don't think that's a good plan. <laughs> no, I think it is. I think it'll teach people that we got to we got to tally these votes quick. 
Of course, this is a terrible idea. Of course, of course, this is a bad idea. It would just mean that the party that knew they were going to lose would just fumble and you know <laughs> kick around boxes of votes all night until eventually they're like, "You got to give us the last box, man." Oh, like, no, re no, remember know. the other day I was saying that that Trump is like is really is doing some kind of forty chess because the first week he's in Trump Tower. Media is just constantly oh, right, talking about right. Trump Tower, Trump Tower, Trump Tower. A word from Trump Tower here as they <laughs> wait for it to come down. And and then last week it's Trump International Golf Club or whatever it's called specifically. We're at Trump International Golf Club and like aerial view after aerial view. You, you see the links. Can I interrupt? You guaranteed that he would be in a different place, possibly Florida. Now where does this go? He's, he's going to be in Mar-a-Lago this week. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be spending the holidays in Mar-a-Lago at his resort in Florida. Nice. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. That's, that's funny. <laughs> Every week so he'll he, be at a different he... fucking uh, Trump property. I think Watch. he's going to have difficulty like not promoting his own things during presidential speeches where he's like, and, you know, we're going to make America great again. Uh, Trump Tower, every Thursday is ladies night. Uh, also, ISIS, we have to take care of that. Like, <laughs> I could just see him at like state dinners. Like, these are Trump steaks. You guys like them? Trump steaks? <laughs> you know, yeah. serving yeah. them to, to dignitaries. Well, like oh, I was saying, yeah. the president is responsible for all for paying for all the food in the, in the White House. So he, that, he should definitely get Trump products in there. What I think he'll actually do is he'll build the government whenever he can. If he can host something, or he can uh, put people in a Trump property or or in a Trump uh, you know facility, he will. Like if they're traveling and the and the Secret Service needs to be put up somewhere, or if they're having some sort of uh, uh, some sort of party or something, some get together, I guarantee they're in Trump hotels and he's billing the government. Yep. Yep. That that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, he gave up the four hundred thousand dollars salary, but then they pointed out that it's costing a million dollars a day for the, just the people of New York to protect Trump Tower right now. And then, of course, the the whole time, the throughout the entire primary campaign, the the whole election, he was he was bussing the Secret Service around in his jet, and he was keeping tabs. So they had to reimburse him millions of dollars <laughs> for these free flights around the country. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I just Googled it. The, the president the White House. and his family have to pay for or their own yet. food. Ah, I thought it was all the food. Yeah, I just, I, it seemed like a okay. lot, so I, I Googled it. Yeah, they were saying that it amounted to tens of thousands of dollars per month. I wouldn't doubt it. Like, like for all, I meant, like, this is not regular food. This is the government cooking your food for you. Yes. So there is no competition. Yeah. There's no like. There's probably five star chefs charging you hundreds of hey, dollars a meal. Government chef, government chef Woody. How much uh, is an egg? An egg? <laughs> Funny you asked. Forty five dollars. Forty five. What if I want some bacon with that? How much a slice? <laughs> Sixty five dollars. Eggs and bacon together. And do you sell juice by the ounce or milliliter? <laughs> <laughs> Ten dollars an ounce. Ten dollars an ounce. Yes, that's that's exactly and, what they do. And we have a waitress come around and just give you refills every time there's any space in your glass. Yes, another ten, another ten, another ten. You know, it's just such bullshit. Uh, that is what happens when you can build a government for something, whether it's healthcare, especially like all the shady piece of shit doctors who are like, "Well, I used six Q-tips. We'll call it eight. 10 bucks a piece, round it up, that's 200 bucks. You know, like, that, that, that <laughs> bullshit that they do. Uh, uh, but, yeah, anyway. I don't know. Politics will be real interesting for me to watch over time. Yeah, they're, they're already talking about what to do with healthcare. And, it's entertaining. Um, what's, what's interesting with the healthcare thing is, I, I, for at least what I'm reading is, there's a little bit of sobering. Like, it was, it was all fun to say, we'll just get rid of Obamacare. But now it's like, oh, you know, what you are actually doing is, 
a, a program that insures millions and millions of people like you just be now they'd be uninsured and, and in trouble so they have to improve obamacare which yeah. some people are saying like obama's 4d chess there like he always it was never exactly what he wanted he was like we'll get something passed and then over time there'll be iterative refinement you know it'll get better and better and better as, as it goes through and it might be that the first level of like iterative refinement trump goes and does so yeah uh and it only makes sense right because he, we're going to repeal and replace obamacare well obamacare is a big you know socialized medicine system like why do you need to aren't you going to just throw a new one right up behind it why tear the walls down if you're if you're just going for a paint job and some new windows like, like let's just leave the foundation there at least so yeah it makes sense because what were you going to do you want to have like a day where like the whole country was uninsured and like no one get hurt this is anti-purge day. It's the opposite of that. <laughs> Everyone be real fucking careful. Look out yeah. for each other. Look what are you grounded? <laughs> Woody, everyone is paramotor in your fucking garage, Woody. Yeah, <laughs> no one's insured. That that doesn't work. So yeah, I, I'm I'm happy about that. I guess because it's not like Trump himself is going to be ar the architect of this thing. People mm -hmm. who know what they're doing will, or at least from uh, more maybe more right leaning people, but people who know what they're doing. We'll come up with uh, ways to improve the thing, and then hopefully it'll be better than it is now. I think that's true true across the board. I hope it is. I heard about some clean coal coming back uh, and some shale oil that we're going to tap into. So, uh, so shale can... oil is a super big thing. That comes from fracking, and it's mm -hmm. the reason that oil has been so cheap and gas has been so cheap uh, for the last, whatever, six, eight years. I don't know. And... Um, Clean coal, I'm told, is one of the dirtiest fuels there is. Like, it, it's just cleaner than the other coal. <laughs> I think what they do, so I know this is how a lot of coal um, plants work, but I know I think they grind, I don't know if this is specifically clean coal, I think it is, they grind the coal into a powder, and then they poof, fuel inject it like it's liquid fuel into a combustion engine. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Instead of, like, you know, shoveling heaps of coal onto, you know, like in the old days. Into the locomotive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, clean coal is 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 an oxymoron, of course. And uh, and shale oil, while it seems like it is really destructive to the people who are signing these le signing off on these leases, you know, you, you might lose your water. There might be fire coming out of your tap, or at least that's what I keep seeing on TV. Who knows? Uh, there, there's another gas one. I really have a hard time finding the truth in that. You know, like I I believe in my heart, fracking gets they get better at fracking every year. You know, they just figure out what the they do shitty and not do that you know one would so, one would guess yeah. we get better at everything else every year why not fracking um mm -hmm. coal on the other hand like apparently it's just not a good fuel source it's not as if it was regulations that crushed coal it was com like market forces that crushed coal bringing back clean coal is about as possible i'm told as bringing back all those textile jobs to north carolina or furniture manufacturing like one we need nuclear that's what we need. Clean, safe, nuclear. Everybody, you know, very low output of bad gases. I've heard, I've read mm -hmm. these things. Many great people have told me these things mm. about, about nuclear. And some of the greatest. I, some <laughs> of the greatest. Some, I, many YouTube videos have confirmed my bias <laughs> that this is a good path to the future. Yeah, I, I'm on the nuclear train as well. Um, uh, I, I definitely agree. Yeah, it doesn't put out any any fucking radiation. Everything there's more background radiation. There's, there's no emissions. Water there's just steam. something to dispose of afterwards. Like I'm not yeah. anti-nuclear. I have always kind of wondered, like, 
why are Republicans so pissed off at the like really good ones, right? Like, like the wind power, the solar power, the um, hydro. Well, wind power isn't a really good one. I, it's not good everywhere, but I think it's a great one. Like in the Mid East, I'm told the Mid East, the the flyover states, the the Great Plains states, the Midwest. Maybe I was trying to say. Anyway, um, there and then in California, you see it. They produce a ton of. Uh, of energy with those windmills. You see, I don't know if you've been there. They're lined across the top of the mountains, like along They're the ridge. Enormous. Mm-hmm. And they, they get a lot of energy out of it. And apparently it's a really good one. I hear naysayers, but oftentimes it's like these really hard to qualify and hard to believe things. Like I remember when the Prius first came out, people were saying, oh, actually, you'll be surprised. Hummers are more fuel efficient than a Prius when you consider all the R&D that went into the, the Prius. And it's like, really? Really? Like, how are you, uh, like, advertising the well, cost Well, I mean, of... yeah, that, that's a stupid comparison. You got to dispose of that big lithium battery. I think the big thing with, um, well, and the fact that people who charge their cars in the wall are at those output stations. <laughs> Do you think that electricity just is magically collected from lightning? Like, no, that's, like, most of that. Coal. Like, Ooh, third of wait, that comes you're from coal. coal, right? Damn most it. of that is coal. Taylor, there's an energy source we haven't even discussed yet. I'm in favor of lightning collection. To the sky. (laughs) You know, like, 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 am I the only one who's a child here and still hasn't figured out why we haven't tapped into the lightning source of power on this planet? It seems like that shit's going off all the time. And as a kid, they're like, one bolt of lightning could power every light bulb on the planet for eight seconds. And I'm like, well, shit, they're happening all the time. Let's look (laughs) up to that. Well, there is a dude somewhere in fucking Transylvania who dropped out of his engineering course and is frantically looking up with his googly eye and hunchback trying to figure out how to to harness the power of the sky. Some asshole with a kite and a key. Like, I I almost got it. I have this figured out. And Franklin, with this, we're going to tap into that unused uh, electricity up there. Uh, That and, like, like, it seems like... You know, <laughs> it but seems it, like tidal energy. Like it seems like you should have this huge amount of like things that are being pushed and swayed back and forth to like, you know, swing I, an arm, a pendulum, and pump. Uh, I have make a, energy. a, a, a you similar the but different idea. Um, instead of the like the waves pushing it back and forth, the tides lift it up and down in a uh, very predictable way, right? So why don't we just have something that floats that lifts it, and then as it sinks, it makes this power lifting or even something as, and yeah, dropping the, it. and then global warming turns into something that helps energy production. Oh shit! Higher yeah. and higher, oh, more yeah. and more. more Problem RPMs. solved here on PKA. Yeah, problems not only solved, problems <clears throat> harnessed turned into a positive. Mm. Yeah. That's what we do. Here. Get someone on the line. I think Donald Trump is who you, who you want to reach out. So you could tweet right to the president right now. He'll read that shit. You know he will. He might. He, he you literally on, might. You get on Twitter at three in the morning and you just and you tweet at Donald Trump. He is probably going to read that shit. I was. I, was, I don't feel like he sleeps. When, when no. was that man sleeping? Because he every time something calamitous happened that was like bad for the country or some disaster throughout the entire year and a half campaign, he seemingly was up at like 4.18 in the morning being like, I love you watching this on TV right now. I can't believe that Hillary Clinton is staying in bed, not even coming out. And then like 12 hours later, Hillary would make a statement. And then two weeks later, 3.14 in the morning, Donald Trump is up. Like part of it is like, man, he is on point. But the other part is like... You gotta, you gotta get some sleep, Donald. You can't be staying up this late. <laughs> How much do you say he sleeps per day? Because it's either four hours per day or six. It's, it's one or the other. He's on that like Schwarzenegger program where he like just doesn't sleep very much. He I, says. I fear for the country if it's four hours I because wish, nobody should be sleeping four hours. I wish I only Google. needed four hours. It seems like there are people out there 
who can be productive 20 hours a day and sleep only four. I am like a shitty rechargeable battery that needs eight plus hours a day to get going no, that, again. That's a real thing that um, hours. there's a tiny percentage of people out there who really can get by on itty bitty amounts of sleep. But there for are most people, way more people out there who think that they can do that. And for most can. people, four hours of sleep per night is dangerously in insufficient, triggering short-term cognitive impairment and long-term chronic health problems. Explains Luckily for Donald Trump and increasingly no one else, he's, he's not most people. <laughs> <laughs> that's this article. Wow. That's not biased at all. Yeah, he says he sleeps four hours a night. Um, What's the domain? Uh, TheDailyBeast.com. Oh, I've heard of it. I don't know anything yeah. about it. but I, it Chelsea Clinton's on the board there. <laughs> yeah, he, she uh, really is. <laughs> is she really? Yeah. <laughs> I. It appears that some of the leaked emails have her as pretty corrupt as well. Just yeah. Like, fucking yeah. I think that she like that. was more just... Her, she got, how she much got was her wedding? Was it the, two or three million? I don't know. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm done with other. Clinton's like I am Bush's. Just fucking drain that swamp. I'm done with it. I don't want them. There, there's, it'd be very hard for them to get my vote next time. Yeah, I don't like any of these. There's only one man names. who's defeated them both. He's like he he like like I feel like Trump is almost like uh, in an action movie when they don't want to call the disgraced hero who like nobody likes dealing with. They're like, there's only one man who's beaten them both, and everybody's like, no, not him, no, no. <laughs> Not fucking Hancock. He's a loose cannon. <laughs> he's, he's out of control. <laughs> we'll see yeah, where this goes. Uh, we'll see where this goes. I don't yeah. know. Right, but 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 I I think we're seeing like uh, some good things out of Trump. I, you know, obviously the stock market is rallying, doing really well. Uh, a, a real Trump bump. Uh, but but I think what it's going to come down to is are his social policies actually going to make him look like the Nazi that MSNBC uh, has been calling him. Uh, for months now, is he going to start like implementing some sort of round them up and get them out program? Is he going to be like accidentally snatching up brown people who were citizens for thirty years? Is he going to be uh, putting gay people in, in in some sort of mind altering program where like giving them LSD and showing them straight porn for <laughs> for days at a time and waterboarding? These them these things you're get saying into are obviously <laughs> hyperbolic. These these things, all the things you're saying are obviously hyperbolic and funny. But there are people out there who have been, you know, stirred up into such a fervor that they're really thinking that stuff like that's going to happen. He's going to round them up, Taylor. That they're going to boot your door down and be like, prove that you're straight. And then show you straight porn and be like, masturbate for me. It's like, I just can't. It's like, get to the camp with you. You know, like, no, that's, that's I, sheepishly. That's like, I hate to admit this, but this is like 20 minutes ago. I just did. <laughs> you know, can you come back tomorrow? <laughs> like, I'm not 18 anymore. Where's my wife? At? <laughs> Honey, tell him. Tell him. Well, there was that one time. And you're like, what the fuck? You're taking me away. <laughs> They're dragging you out. Check his browser those, history. They got that pole with the loop on it. They get like uh, uh, bad animals with around your neck. They're like leading you out with that. Are you yeah. trying to tell me you don't know the difference between MMF and Sneer. MFM? Totally different kinds of porn. <laughs> <laughs> I just mis I just misplaced the letters. That's all. I swear. Shut up, faggot. <laughs> I thought a devil's three-way was cosplay. I didn't get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, okay, be careful. Now, he has said some stuff like, um, uh, you know, like uh, okay, not letting Muslims into the country based on their religion. That's the thing that. Uh, well, now it's that it's that he wants to. Of course, you know, he 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 stepped that down a couple times. He said that at first. You're absolutely right. You know. We're just gonna have to stop letting Muslims in, you know? Mm -hmm. They were gonna have to do that's what we're gonna do. And now it's been stepped back to 
extreme vetting for people who come from uh, Muslim countries, heavily Muslim countries that don't like us. Yeah. So the thing is, that I almost think like while the first one's less American and easier to abuse and, and hard to implement, I don't know how you even prove someone's Muslim. You know, you just say you're not and you're not, I guess. Who yeah, wants bacon? But in the first place. <laughs> but um it, it almost seemed like a better program, right? Like like, oh, are you know, Iraqi Muslims a problem? Well, shit, we'll just use Somalian Muslims. Like, it, it, I remember, this is like pre-Obama, it seemed like terrorist training camps were popping up all the time in, like, countries I never paid attention to. You know, like, Somalia is literally yeah. one. It had terrorist training camps in it. And, yeah. you know, the U.S. would just spend, like, three million dollars sending guided missiles at like some jungle gyms and, and knock them over <laughs> like oh there's a bunch of tires on the ground monkey bars tires on the ground and tents <laughs> and we would just be like ah you fuck you and your tires <laughs> for that dude who sits in the control room who's like squashing those little rebellions and like up oh, somalia Oh, we got one over in Afghanistan. Like he's constantly got to be sitting there feeling like a guy who is forced into the hell of playing a video game that can never be taken off of easy. Like there's <laughs> never a point where he's like, oh, they're gaining ground in Afghanistan. We got to get over here and do something. Oh, no, Somalia's getting out of control. Oh, Boko Haram in West Africa. And then like, no, it's just all right. And <laughs> dude, ah, I thought I might have to shoot twice. Only once again. These are good missiles. Like, these, <laughs> like, there's a, um, a combat so footage. Expensive. Jesus, <laughs> they fucked them all up. <laughs> there's a combat footage. <laughs> one and done. <laughs> I've been watching combat footage that'll knock your socks off. People it's like, yeah. what's the name of the Reddit? Combat footage, and um, uh, like I, I saw one maybe two three days ago. The guy was filming to say goodbye to his mom as his position was being overrun by ISIS, and uh, a lot of times I don't even know who the good guy is. Like in this case, we were rooting for the guy who dies, but um, oftentimes it's just. Like a bunch of people screaming Allah Akbar, shooting at a bunch of other people who were probably screaming Allah Akbar, and like I don't, I'm like, are, are these the good ones, the bad? Like I don't even know. But uh, and then oh, they're military tactics. Like look, I've never fought in a war. I probably suck at it. Uh, one would assume that. Like I've never played piano. I, I'm sure I suck at that too, right? Like you can't just ah. But these fucks just like hold guns in the air and give their positions away. Aiming at nothing, and I'm like, I, like, uh, I guess I'm here talking trash from the comfort of my heated desk, but I just feel like, you know, like, huh, a competitive advantage could be gained by aiming. Yes, it's, it's in every. This is something. I, this is a general patent quote. Every war is won by aiming. Did you know that? I did not know the quote. I did not know that. Know that. No, it's not a real quote, but he would, he would have said it. <laughs> he, he would have agreed, I'm sure. I was pretty that, impressed that for a second end. there. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. There's a lot of pre-firing, it seems like. A lot of, a lot of uh, deep impact being used. I've seen that, too. I watched one last night, and the guy's got a, uh, uh, like a, a belt-fed machine gun, and he's just, bah, 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 just constantly like laying down, and he's sweeping the entire area in front of them. I don't know how, like... Was it a the, American shooting? Was American, yeah. You say by the A10. I think I saw that one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how like, I don't know rebels in Aleppo fight, but you know the the way the U.S. seems to fight is we get to we find resistance and we're like oh, oh, oh step off for a second everybody bunker in get safe 
Let's measure them. All right, they're 200 meters out. Okay. So there's some bad guys like 200 <laughs> meters away. Y'all got anything? Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, oh God! Oh God! Oh, oh! You got them all. Yeah. 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 No, Thanks. The Thanks. only thing is right. they cheer. It's not like oh God. They're like yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. And it's just like, whew. dude, you you gotta be cheering because you gotta keep yourself hyped up in that mindset. Those you can't suddenly be be Absolutely, the guy yeah. who's like, well, you know, guys, in this moment where we're all amped up, we gotta remember that <laughs> that guy. You know, he had a goat back home. And that goat now has, has no master, no partner to go through the world with. He was so about to give birth sees... to a centaur. A centaur? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's horse, that right? Must, that would be horse. What is yeah, the half goat? A, a, a pan? Uh, like a, a, a satire? A satyr? Is that how you pronounce it? I'm going to go with yes. That is that's how... A-T-Y-R. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Where it's, uh, and, uh, the guy, he dances around with the pan flute. Right, yeah. I Zam- need the flute. Uh, Zamfir, master of the pan flute. You oh, remember you're those, those cheaters? No, I'm not. I'm not. You remember Zamfir, master uh, of the pan flute? I, I thought you would recognize that, Woody, because it's older. It's before my time. Oh right, I went to high school with Zamfir back in the Norse days. <laughs> <laughs> back in the Norse days. <laughs> uh, During my anyway, tribal era. Uh, <laughs> I had a fun time this show. Um, yeah, me too. Blues tied it up. Good news. Do they have a winning record yet? They're 10, 6, and 3. Yes. That is 10 mm-hmm. and 9. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're second place in the division now. Um, uh, oh, New Jersey, Philly, and Carolina, who are just the three teams I associate with you. I know Jersey not so much, yeah. but it's just because you don't care about them that's, as much as Philly. That's not cool on the Jersey thing. <laughs> okay. Well, I still assume <laughs> we, it. We root Carolina, against them. Philly and Jersey. They're all right neck and neck. Carolina and Philly. I'll just use them. Mm-hmm. Seven, uh, Carolina is 7, 6, and 4 on a four-game win streak, though. So they're hot. Mm-hmm. And then Philadelphia is 8, 8, and 3 on a one-game losing streak. But they've played two more games than Carolina. I think Carolina is going to finish higher than Philadelphia. We'll but... see. Uh, Philly has been decimated by injuries and penalties this term. Not penalties like two minutes, but like, dude, you're fucking suspended-type penalties. And uh, <laughs> so they may, you know, if they could just have a bunch of full strength games, they might improve their record. We'll see. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, it's, you know what I think is interesting? Just how quickly you lose Kyle on Hockey Talk, right? Like, yeah. like you guys could talk about Pokemon Go and I'll try and stay engaged and ask a question or something. You talk about ice hockey and Kyle. I'm Kyle's searching gone. the next topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on this next thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Three, two, like, one. He's out of here. Well, there's only one way for me to be constructive here. Let's look for something new to go to after <laughs> they're all steamed out of this. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I've only watched like two games ever, I guess, from start to finish. Two or three, something like that. I just well, don't have a big interest in it or any like have, basic knowledge. Do you have NBC Sports Network? I'm not sure. I've got like a, a weird collection of channels because every now and then I add a new package to my sling or whatever because I want to watch a sporting event or something. Maybe is the answer. Well, Bl- Blues game is on NBC Sports tonight, oh. right now. Middle of the second. I'm not going to watch that. Like, like, I'm, I'm going to play it Cold as as I'm off here. I'm going to play some Cold D4. You know, I'm going to eat some delicious food. I don't Sometimes know. Sometimes I, I hit Yahoo Sports just to catch up. Well, I catch up with football because I want to see how it's going. I catch up to hockey because I want to see how it's going. And 
I'm like researching shit to talk to Taylor. <laughs> Just waiting for like, I don't know, an X player to be on fire, for the Blues to lose a game. For, heaven forbid, one of my teams to have a better record than his. I have two teams, and they have both managed to be worse than the Blues this year, who aren't even that good. Yeah, they haven't been that good yet. They've been very streaky. but So this anyway. is a New York Post article. Mm. It says... Uh, and this is of Donald Trump's meeting with major media outlets today. It was a fucking firing squad, one source said of the encounter. Trump started with CNN chief uh, Jeff Zucker and said, I hate your network. Everyone at CNN is a liar and you should be ashamed. Uh, the source <laughs> said the meeting was a total disaster. Quote, the TV execs and anchors went in there thinking that they would be discussing the access that they would get to, to, to the Trump administration. But instead, they got a Trump style dressing down the source added. A second source confirmed the fireworks, quote, the meeting took place in a big boardroom and there were about 30 or 40 people, including the big news anchors from all of the networks. Trump kept saying, we're in a room of liars, the deceitful, <laughs> dishonest media who got it all wrong. He addressed everyone in the room, calling the media dishonest, deceitful liars. He called out Jeff Zucker by name and said everyone at CNN was a liar and CNN was a network of liars. <laughs> that's amazing now typically it's a really bad decision and the cliche is like never get into a fight with someone who buys ink by the barrel right you know because they obviously have a big voice and they can beat you but trump's voice is not small you know he's the only person he's the he has the biggest non-press voice i can think of in the world right you know yes. like is he the one person that could win a fight with someone who buys ink by the barrel i i don't know I think he already showed that he won that fight. Oh, we'll see. With the election. There's like, a, a lot of airtime between now and, say, the midterms. That if, oh, yeah. if the no, press I was just gangs up this... on Trump, it hurts him. Yeah, I, yeah, and they have ganged up on him for the last year and a half pretty bad. Like, that's why I think it's going to go really well for Trump because Trump is, is showing signs that he wants to govern and not be a backseat president to Mike Pence. He is showing everything to the opposite of that by butting up to people like Mitch McConnell, uh, bringing the people from the establishment Republicans closer to his inner circle. He wants power in Congress. And, and when, since he's got both houses and soon he's going to like enforce the judicial system with his, with his minions, he's going to be one of the most powerful men that there's ever been in about six months from now. So I think he's going to change a lot of things and it doesn't look like he's going to go crazy town with it where he's, but who knows? Uh, but it seems like all the stuff that he's putting out, my first hundred day stuff, my first day stuff, it makes sense to a lot of people. And if they, if the, if it's misreported, if everything has a poor light on it, the I think the public is just gonna get get wise to that over the course of a year or two. I, I don't think right. they can lie about. It. I was looking at the other side, like Rand Paul and John McCain saying, you know, they're gonna go against him, and I'm like, man, you know, it's rough when. Your friends aren't very good friends. And that's been Trump's situation all the way through. Now, he's succeeded in spite of that. You know, Paul Ryan's another one who's not a very good friend to Trump. Um, so we'll see. That might start catching up with him immediately. Or Trump could just win anyway somehow. Yeah. Well, it's hard to bet against him at this point. It just really is. It's like betting against Conor McGregor. There's not a yeah. lot of money to be made doing that. So Yeah. Just keeps on winning, keeps defying expectations, and he's he's getting more and more powerful. Like he didn't really, like like now he has such resources at at his at his fingertips. He's so powerful now, uh, and getting more powerful by the day, and not just like 
resources, but information. Um, if you're scared it, of Trump, you're well. Kyle's right. That's a horrifying thing. I don't Trump know. Trump was a Twitter really account scared. up and Trump is a Twitter account uh, right now. He he's nothing to be afraid of, and he never was as some sort of hate monger, like like speaking hate speech. Like don't there was no no reason to ever be afraid of any of that, uh, even if that's what you thought it was. If you're afraid of Trump, the time is coming when when he is literally, literally, don't fool yourself, the most powerful human being that has ever existed ever. He just is. That's He's got a, a huge nuclear arsenal, multiple fleets of, uh, <laughs> of, of state-of-the-art technology, billions and billions in infrastructure, all at his fingertips, yeah. a huge army of a couple hundred thousand foot soldiers. Multiple daytime Emmys. And the Senate and the Globe. House. And that's <laughs> not true about the Emmys and Golden Globe. He should have won. I'm not I yet. I, I, <laughs> just, I just made that up. I have no idea. Who <laughs> no, he, he went on a Twitter crusade because he said that the Golden Globes were rigged. Yeah, <laughs> that was like one of the digs against him. He's like, this election's uh -huh. rigged, and they went through all the other things in his life that he said were rigged, and it included the Golden Globes. When you win a bunch, <laughs> and then when you lose, you must think it, you've been set up, right? You're like, that's not how shit's supposed to go. I've been cheated. <laughs> well, yeah. he's a powerful man. We'll, we'll, uh, I, I, you know, I've been on the same page for two twenty days now, or whatever it is. Um, I hope that he's great. I hope that he's loud and bombastic and I hope that when the United States wins he celebrates it on a global stage and I hope he doesn't embarrass us yep that sounds great yeah That's low <sighs> expectations right Paris <laughs> <laughs> please don't like don't like get grope Iceland's prime minister or like say that like a disabled veteran is half the man it used to be like just don't do it just, in, just don't in do fairness, it those are both things i more associate with biden okay. <laughs> you know, he just seems like a groper i remember bush w bush was was fond of giving out back massages to like female heads of state um hmm. yeah biden's been the one that i've always seen that does it the most he gets grabbed with children children women, yeah. <laughs> There's you know, anyone like like or this man, woman, or child, Biden is gonna get up close and personal and let you know how he feels. If there's an adorable seven year old in an Easter dress, you better bet oh, like Biden's gonna start snuggling that girl. <laughs> you know, sugar. Yeah, we need Biden's <laughs> vice Would you president, like a butterscotch candy, to be Chris Hansen to keep him in line. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching Hansen's show. Like, um, mm. so it got so Hansen versus Predator. Uh, became part of another show that was already withstanding, and he just took over that show. I don't recall the name of it, but he's running the To Catch a Predator segments, and uh, they're on YouTube now, so if anybody wants to catch those, they are awkward. They're and, not my uh, cup so, of tea. I, I feel no? like he's just beating that formula into the ground, and I don't know. And also... He knew the guy that came the other day. He knew again? him. Oh, he knew he him? Knew the man who came in. Uh, he used to take a, a commuter train with this guy daily back and forth into the city and they had discussed each other's lives with they had had conversations with one another and then the guy comes in to fuck a kid and he's just like he's like well i'm chris he's like no you're not chris chris <laughs> he knows him and it's just like oh no this is awkward <laughs> it was pretty good but yeah they do it's the same format over and over right and, and we, we get introduced to the pedophile and then he gets ruined yeah, ruined like in the court of public opinion. Oftentimes, the real court throws it all out because it's so poorly like like the evidence isn't collected well and stuff. Sometimes it happens. Yeah, it depends on the like the the area, the municipality, I suppose, how mm -hmm. serious they take all that online evidence and 
the uh, the intent that that is supposedly being shown. I know it's real important to them to like. Did you bring condoms? Like he's not just asking that to embarrass you. He's trying to sh- he's trying to prove your intent mm-hmm. to fuck this kid. You have condoms in your pocket right now in a child's house because that's a pretty strong piece of evidence. You know they're always going to that. You got alcohol. You got dildos. Oh, you're up the river. But if they just kind of came in their Rav Four and there's and they have that story of. Well, I don't know. Your your daughter, uh, she's been saying some inappropriate things on the internet, and I came to set the story straight with you, sir, and to help her out. You know, they always have. There that are people bullshit. like that. I used to hitchhike when I was like, I guess it'd be below twelve, so I'd be like eight years old hitchhiking in New Jersey, and people would pick me up and take me where I'm going, just so that bad people didn't. And I'm like, whatever your reason. You're playing into my plan, you know? Like <laughs> I, I would get a free ride and a lecture about hitchhiking, and I'm just like, oh, fuck, it works for me. You know? Yeah, I, like you, Your don't... lecture is, like, it, the fact that you're taking me where I want to go is a much more powerful message than this lecture, and I'm doing it again. I've <laughs> only had one circumstance where I wanted to pick up hitchhikers. There were, there were two hot female hitchhikers on the way from Chicago back to Georgia one time, but my transmission was, like, dying as we were, go- and I was just like, "Nope, Jeremy, we can't stop." <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, come on, man! There's a blind one, there's a brunette. Like, no, we can't. Like, I see. I used to pick up anyone in a who had my high school jacket on. Like, if they were going to the high school I went to, I would. Okay. Yeah. In North Carolina, there's really none of them, but that would be a thing. Like, if I saw they were going to my high school, I would give them a ride. People don't hitchhike anymore. That I know of. Yeah, I, I don't it's not see smart. It. I, I see hitch. I still see them. Like, like I think because I live right on the interstate that mm-hmm. like those, um, and, and like most of my like if I'm going somewhere, it's it's to an interstate town because I am on the interstate, so I'm going north or south to one of those towns. Mm-hmm. So you see a lot of hitchhikers on like a stretch like that at mm-hmm. the at the stops and uh, you know, on the exit ramps. I always feel sorry for those guys because like. It'll be nighttime and cold and like they've got far to go. Like it's not it's never like, oh, I'm heading to like Anderson, South Carolina, which is forty five minutes away. It'll be like, Oh yeah, New Yorker bust and it's like, oh you you oh shit. Like if we if we hit it right now in my car and didn't stop, it's twenty one hours, dude. Like you're fucked. You're <laughs> fucked. You're never getting there. You're gonna get raped two or three times on the journey. Can't rape the willing. You gotta go through North Carolina. God knows what they'll do. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> you better stick to the right bathroom. Get rid of that rainbow flag. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Painkiller Nearly, episode 119. I had fun. Thanksgiving. <laughs>